Welcome to the Live Abundantly podcast with Jacqueline Hayes. Thanks for tuning in. On this podcast, we're going to give our tips and tricks on how we can be encouraging, talk about parenting, talk about life, and chasing those goals that we have, those dreams, and doing all of it with abundance. So, as my children would say, let's do this. On today's episode of the Live Abundantly podcast, we have Aubrey Malik with us. She's a teacher turned stay-at-home mom and freelancer. She's sharing tons of tips and tricks and how you can get started as a mom if you want to. And I love that she does this. So without further ado, let's do this. Pinterest is growing faster and faster each and every day. Are you leveraging it correctly for your business? Are you busy running your business, being a mom, being a wife, and let's face it, trying to do all of the things? The last thing you need on your plate is the task of learning yet another platform. What if you could just cut through all of the Pinterest noise and finally master it once and for all? That's what the Pin Abundantly membership is for. Busy women hustling to run their lives and their businesses and looking to see real growth through Pinterest. If this sounds like something you totally could use, head to pinabundantly.com so that you can learn more and get started with us. It's so much fun. I can't wait to see you inside the membership. Okay, on today's episode, we have Aubrey with us. Aubrey, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump right on in. Tell us who you are, what you do, all the things. Awesome. Okay, so I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a wife, a mom of two little boys, and I'm a former teacher. And it's been about one year since I've been in the classroom. And I left the classroom because I was looking for a little bit more flexibility in my schedule being a mom. I wanted to be able to take time off with my boys without having to ask someone for permission to do so or feeling guilty about it. And I've just always been that kind of person that really has wanted to take control of my situation, kind of be the one that's in the driver's seat as opposed to just a passenger. So I left the classroom to pursue my business in freelancing, and that really took off, which has allowed me to stay out of the classroom and replace that teacher income that I've had and just kind of shifting and and constantly growing and learning more about this business, this online business space that I don't think I would have had access to had I stayed within the four walls of a classroom. So taking my teaching and and shifting it, still using that and uh, helping other online business owners with their business, helping them grow and scale. And now I've kind of made the shift to helping other women with productivity and mindset when they're starting out their business and feeling like there's just not enough time in the day and they don't feel like they're ready enough to do it. So I help women on that path. And yeah, that's a little bit about who I am and what I do and where I'm at now. I love it. I love that, you know, you wanted to stay home with your boys. And so did you know before you were a mom that you would end up wanting to be home with them? 
Yeah, I think um, I remember that there was we were doing some kind of icebreaker challenge at one of uh, a conference that I went to for teaching. And someone said, like, if you weren't teaching, what would be your dream job? And I remember this was before I even had kids. I remember said it would to be a, a mom, just a mom, whether that was just a stay at home mom or whether that was a mom that could just have the flexibility of working from home. Uh, my mother didn't have that opportunity. And while she did an amazing job raising us, it was something that I always craved when I was younger and wanted to be able to provide that for my children. And I think that just seeing the way that people were building businesses online, knowing that it was possible for me, and it was just finding that right avenue of what I could do to make it happen for myself. And I'm the kind of person where if I see someone else doing it, it's not that I, you know, I'm jealous of them or, you know, I think, oh gosh, I can't believe they have it. I see it. And I also want it for myself too. And I know that if someone else can do it, it's, it's just as capable for me to do it. So, yeah. Absolutely. And it is. And, you know, that's what I try to share too, is that, you know, if I can do it, literally anybody else can do right. it. So, okay. So let's say somebody is, you know, in your situation, they're working, you know, whether they're a teacher or working a nine to five and they know that they want more and they want to be home. What are some tips that you would give them to go ahead and go against the grain and do that? Well, I think the first thing that I kind of did is I sat with it for, for a little long time, for a little while and just kind of toyed around with the idea. And I never like put, totally put it off, but I didn't, I didn't jump like right in just kind of full fledged and just left my job day one. You know, I kind of, I sat with it. And so I think the first thing that you want to do is you obviously want to make sure like financially that it makes sense. I'm big about going against the grain and trying something new, but like it doesn't, and that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to leave your job, but if that's something that you want to do and that's something that you feel you're being pulled to do, you definitely want to like sit with it. I'm, you know, big on praying about things. And if it feels like that's something that's been placed on my heart for a purpose, then I'm definitely about going with that. One thing that I do, especially if I get an idea that pops into my head and it seems crazy, like even if I were to tell my husband, he would kind of be like, whoa, that's different. I do something called the, the, the pillow I can test. relate. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I do something called the pillow test. And what I do is I, I go to bed and I'm kind of thinking about that thing. And I kind of have that be like the last thing that's on my mind before I shut my eyes. And if it's something that I dreamt about all night or I wake up and it's just like burning inside of me, that's usually like my sign that this has been placed on me for a reason. And I need to pursue it. And I need to reach out to someone who's gone before me. I need to seek counsel in someone. I need to seek a mentor. I need to seek someone. Because I think the biggest thing that's really hard when you're going against the grain is trying to do it all on your own. Because at some point, you're going to hit a roadblock. You're going to find yourself stuck. And if you can't you know, have someone who's going to hold you accountable or who's gone before you and can kind of guide you through those things, you'll find yourself staying stuck a lot longer. So having someone that can help you either talk you through it or whether that's a coach or a course or something like that. I think it's one thing that I have learned is I have the drive and motivation to get where I need to go. But if I want to get where I need to go and do it in the pace that I would set for myself, I can't do that alone. I need someone that's going to be there for me to like help me see it through and to help me overcome those roadblocks. So definitely like sit on it and pray about it. And if it feels good for you, then that's usually a good sign. And then seek out that counsel when you need it to someone to help you to navigate it, especially if it's something completely different. Because again, online business, 
business world, all that stuff. I knew nothing of the sort. So I had to kind of immerse myself in that and find that accountability and find that course that was going to help me work through that. Yeah. And being home and not, you know, having those people right in front of you, that can be a challenge. So first, how would you feel like is best to go about that? Like, how do you find somebody that you trust and really want to work with? Um, well, I think a lot of what I did at the very beginning was I was in a lot of, uh, businessy business-minded Facebook groups. So two of them that were, I was in was, uh, boss moms and the gold diggers podcast group. And those two for me really just opened my eyes to a different way of thinking and other women who had very very similar mindsets of what I wanted to have. When you're in a job, like when I was as a teacher, I had a curriculum that was laid out for me by my school district. And so I had someone who said, this is what you need to do every single day. And when you become an online business owner, you take control of that. You hold the reins to that and you have to be the one that's in control of what you're doing. So I think surrounding yourself with other people who want very similar things as you getting into those Facebook groups, podcasts were big for me. That was kind of my introduction to this online learning space that I could do for free. So when I was first starting out, my drives to school, they weren't very long, but I was listening to podcasts every single minute I could. When I was doing dishes at night, I was listening to podcasts. I was learning. I was constantly soaking in that knowledge. And I was learning from other people who had gone before me and using those people as, like you said, it can sometimes be a little bit lonely if you don't have those people, but they were my friends. They were my online friends that I could, I could turn to them and they were going to teach me about creating sales pages and doing all these things that I had no idea how to do and I could learn from them. So I think getting networking in, in Facebook groups is huge. It's a free online resource and podcasts are great. And just like let Google be your biggest friend. Like don't be afraid to go and search for an answer. If you come across a roadblock, like there are resources out there for you, even if you're not in a place where you can invest in someone like a coach or take a, a course that's going to get you to the next level be resourceful and use the free resources out there. This podcast, one of them like that, this is something if you're listening to this right now, you obviously have a drive to learn more and to grow. So I think using those free resources is huge in, in growing in the online space. Love it. Love it. Okay. So we have a lot of moms on this podcast, like who listen to this and business owners. And so I would love for you to tell us what it's like going from being teacher, not being home with your boys to working a business, being home with your boys and what that really looks like. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, definitely different. And I think it's one of those things where it's like new level, new devil kind of thing. So when I was still at my job full time, obviously I was dying to be at home and my schedule looked a little bit different because I, for the majority of the day I was in my job and I had to, obviously I was getting paid to do that and I had a responsibility. So I had to stay focused in that. So a lot of, in the very beginning, when I was trying to build this business, if you have moms that are listening that are like trying to get that going, it was a lot of early mornings and late nights and just making it work and just keeping in the back of my mind, knowing that this is a season in my business. If I want to make this successful, I'm going to have to put in the extra work. It's not just going to magically fall on my lap. I have to be willing to put in that work. Now that I'm home with my boys, obviously that looks way different too, because I'm there with them, but I, my boys are still young and so they take naps. And so that's when I do a lot of my work and I still use those early morning hours because I have found for me, what's worked best for me is getting up in the morning, even though it's hard because I'm 
I would say I'm not a morning person, but I have found when I get up and get work done, I'm much more productive. My head space is in the right place. I'm able to accomplish so much more. And if I can get up and get a good chunk done before my boys get up, I'm not in that state of mind where I'm feeling like rushed to try to get things done or feeling like I can't devote attention to them while they're awake because I'm constantly thinking, oh my gosh, I have to get this and I have to get this done. So it's really about finding a productive uh, mindset. And that's a lot of what I try to help other women with is showing them that it doesn't have to be that you, what you spend at a job doing to build your business, because I'm sure a lot of people in their current position would say, I have to be at my job from eight to five and I could get a lot of my work done in a shorter period of time. And I just have to sit at work because I'm a warm butt in a chair. So if you actually put your mind to it and stay productive and a couple of the productivity hacks that I use about like social media, a lot of people are like, well, it's, I get sucked into social media. How do I stop doing that? And so I, you know, teach some, some hacks about turning off your notifications because when you see a notification pop up on your phone, it actually will take you 25 minutes to get back into your same focus space that you were in. So turning off those notifications so that it doesn't, you know, bother you or distract you when you see so-and-so commented on your post, keeping your notifications off, it will help you stay productive. So I think a lot of what I've used along the way has really helped me to be a productive work-at-home mom. I love it. I love it. And it is so true is that you really have to come up with something that works for you and you can continue to teach hacks and all of these things. But if they're not working for you, find something else. But I like that you kind of work with the women that you're really working mm-hmm. with and figuring out them and giving them tips and tricks right. for that. So. Well, and that's the thing too, because I, I, a lot of people would actually find that mornings would be best for them. But I have friends that I've, that I've met in online space and they're like, I can't get up in the morning. I actually can get a lot of work done at night. And I'm not a person that says it has to be in the morning or nothing at all. If you're a night owl and that's when you get your work done, then that's great. But so, so make sure you're devoting your time to that. Don't, you know, let the end of the day come. And now you're like, well, I'm tired of this now. If you're saying I'm going to work from the hours of eight to 10, because my kids are in bed and I can have peace and quiet, then do that and and stick to it. If that doesn't work for you, maybe it's mornings. Maybe it's even, I'm going to go, you know, every Saturday for two hours while my husband's home, I'm going to go to a coffee shop and get work done. But it has to be something that you actually say, like dedicate the time to, because you don't have, it's, it's so, it's such a different mindset shift when you are transitioning from being an employee to now you are the CEO of your company and you're running it and you have to take the reins and take control of, I'm going to make this a priority because you couldn't just say, well, today I don't feel like it. So I'm not going to go into my job or I'm not going to do what they've asked me to do because then what would happen? You would probably not have a job. So it's, you have to have that same, same mindset when it's your own business too. Yeah, absolutely. And as moms, you know, just like you said, doing it different times of the day, it really doesn't matter. Just get it done and be consistent. Right. And I love that. So we are on the Live Abundantly podcast. So tell me, how do you feel like you get to live in abundance through all of this? I honestly, a year ago, I, I knew that I had a drive and a motivation to be able to come home and, and be with my boys. But it was one of those like far off dreams. Like if I make this happen, you know, in a year or in two years, like I I will be happy. And the fact that I was able to accomplish it so quickly 
my second son was born last December and two days before he was born was my last day as a teacher. And the fact that I was able to do that and to accomplish that for myself. And I have not been away from him since 12 week maternity leave where I was just trying to soak in every moment that I could and, you know, counting down the days until I had to return to a job. And it doesn't say that I didn't love what I did as a teacher, but I'm sure any mom out there listening knows that when you become a mom, it's something inside you changes and everything you do is for your children. And to be able to say that I accomplished that goal of not working on someone else's schedule and being able to be in control of my schedule and to be able to take time for my boys when I need to, when they're sick, I don't have to feel that guilt of I'm leaving them in someone else's care because I have to go in. It's just been the biggest blessing in my life. I love it. And I love that you've pretty much been on like maternity leave per se (laughs) with your last one. And that's the way I I am as well. My daughter is currently three and it's been the same thing. It's just that having that and, and something inside you totally changes when you have kids. Like when my son was born, I never wanted to be a stay at home mom previously. And then he was born and I was like, everything just changed. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I think that's the beauty of too, mm-hmm. showing it doesn't have to be one thing or the other that we can, we don't have to just be a stay at home mom. I mean, if you are, that's great. And being a mom isn't a job in itself, but showing women that there's other options out there and that we can create successful businesses the way that the world is changing. I, I mean, I talk about it every single day because it's just something I'm so powerful about. It's so crazy that we have the capability to be able to create these online businesses and create a legacy for our family that, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, it just, it wasn't at this place. And now that it is, and now that it's just so, it's becoming so capable for every woman to, to, to do this, to create your own schedule and your own job and create what a job looks like to you that it doesn't have to be something that's, that everyone else before you has done. So it's just really powerful. And it's really awesome that that's, that's the way that our, our world's going. I know. I totally, totally agree with that. So Aubrey, tell us everywhere where we can find you. So uh, my website is my name, AubreyMalik.com. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Uh, my favorite platform to hang out with is on Instagram. That's where you can find me on my Instagram stories. I love to chat in the DMs. So send me a DM. I, you know, that's where I love connecting with people on a more one-on-one basis. I have a podcast. It's called Mom With Purpose. And it's all about inspiring other moms. And even if you're not a mom, I have people on there who listen that are not moms yet. But it's just inspiring women to combine their passions with their purpose and to live this life that kind of goes against the grain and create your own, your own path and your own journey. I love that so much. I need to get listening to that one because I've not heard of that yet. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then just a couple other questions for you, more like rapid fire questions. What is your favorite coffee drink? Oh my goodness. My favorite coffee drink is a Java chip frappuccino from Starbucks. And it's probably a good thing that I don't have a Starbucks within distance of my house. The closest one's about an hour away, because if I was drinking those every single day, I'd be in some pretty big trouble, but that is my favorite (laughs) coffee drink. So whenever I travel or, you know, get to, to go to this Starbucks, that's an hour away. It's always a treat. So that's why I think I really love it. Cause I don't get it that often. (laughs) 
So funny. Okay, where are you then if you have a Starbucks an hour away? (laughs) So I am in Western New York, um, but we're south of Buffalo, like about an hour and a half south of Buffalo. So that's like the biggest metropolitan area where I could get to a Starbucks. So, (laughs) oh man. All right. Well, okay. And then what is your favorite date night with your husband? Oh, goodness. (laughs) We don't get many of those. Um, I, a lot of my favorite memories with my husband has been, um, and I, we were just talking about this with the holidays coming up has been when we've gifted each other, like experiences. So like my husband has taken me to go do one of those paint nights. Like that's been really fun. So I like doing date nights. We don't go and get to do them very often other than like, you know, going and grabbing dinner real quick, which is still great. But like when we go get to go do something that we wouldn't normally do, like go do that paint night or go to, um, a professional basketball game. Those are really fun, fun date nights for us. Love that. And then your, if you, money doesn't matter, where would you take your family on vacation? Uh, Italy, a thousand percent. That was like, not even a thought about. Now, would you wait a little bit because you have young kids or would you still just take them? Yeah, I, I mean, I would probably wait. We did, we did a, a beach trip with my oldest when he was about one and a half and it was, he did good, but he was, you know, like he just didn't really get into it. I'm, that's honestly what I'm most excited about as being a mom, like living through them and seeing the way that they look at things, like taking them to Disney for the first time. Like, I'm just so excited to see the excitement on their face uh, and just live that through them. So I, that's one thing I get really excited about, but I would, I would love to do Italy with my husband. That's like, I think for our 10 year anniversary, that's our plan is to do something like that. Just go somewhere where we just get an experience and just see the history, something that we've never seen. Cause we can go to a beach, we can go to a resort, we can do those things, but getting to go to like Italy or Ireland, something like that, where we would have never experienced anything like that before. That's, that's a big goal of ours. And yeah, it didn't take me any hesitation at all because it's something (laughs) that we talk about constantly. (laughs) I love it though. It's good to have those. So yeah. All right. Well, Aubrey, thank you so much for being on the Live Abundantly podcast today. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live Abundantly podcast with Jacqueline Hayes. I hope that you guys take a second to subscribe and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And thanks again for tuning in.